0: Have you all heard of Valor's Veterans Community AZ? Well, let me tell you about them. They are a 501c3 nonprofit which helps organize social gatherings and volunteer opportunities for veterans and their families. VVC was created in 2018 by our good friend, Ro Gonzalez. You may have heard him on this show before. Uh, this guy's awesome, man. He's got the hookup to all sorts of sporting events, movie premieres, and all kinds of cool shit. Bringing like-minded people together not only allows everyone to share resources, but also helps reconnect that bond military members had while they were still in the service. VVCAZ also holds a monthly coffee social the third Saturday of every month where local organizations can share their resources. Their goal is to build Arizona's strongest veteran community by engaging veterans one at a time. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and ValorsVeteransCommunityAZ.org. Falling! All right, all right, everybody take a seat, grab a drink, let's get this show started. Or, I don't know, what do you prefer? One, two, three, or three, two, one?
1: It's totally up to you. All right. Uh, as an AO, I'm kind of partial
0: to the one, two, and three, but that's we you kind of here to you're, you're partial to the one, two, three? Then, it's, a,
1: it's a joke in, in uh, the ordinance, that's all we can count up to is three.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it sounds like we already got started anyway, so let's forget the, the countdown. Uh, I'll just uh, introduce <laughs> you real quick. So, yes, uh, this is what happens when you get ARMY. Navy together, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, it makes for a great show. But, uh, we've got Megan Wilcoxon, Wilcoxon, right? There's a there's a it's not just Wilcox, right? No, sir,
1: it's Wilcoxon.
0: Okay, just making sure you had to get that extra in at the end. Um, oh, yeah,
1: I- no, I, I'm uh, I'm very aware. I took my wife's last name when we got married, and uh. I've been
0: bitching about it ever since. Oh, okay, yeah. See, Didn't I, <laughs> I've known a lot of Wills, a lot of Will Oh no, a lot of Wilcox. I've known a lot of Cox too, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think uh, a uh, <laughs> so uh, Will So, anyways, uh, thank you for for coming on the show. Um, you, exactly. yeah, you, you also have a um, what? What I just learned this this uh, term actually from. Um, the uh, private Murphy creator Mark Baker uh, called a milton. You you cr- you're the creator of a milton called Scuttlebutt. Uh yes sir.
1: Um so I have a web comic that I started when I was active duty called Scuttlebutt, and basically I just make fun of it for a living.
0: That's funny. So and, uh, same thing like Private Murphy. Yep, and
1: Mark Baker um actually. A couple months into starting Scuttlebutt and actually taking off, uh, he contacted me and was like, "Hi, I'm famous, you know, award-winning uh, author Mark Baker." He didn't say that, but that's what I read. Yeah. He's like, "Would you like to join me to make this uh, uh, this group of military cartoonists?" And I was like, "Huh." Hell yeah! Like, I grew up uh, with parents who were in the Navy, so I had the Navy times, and I had the Army times, and uh, just seeing him, you know, his comics and everything growing up, and then him contacting me, was that was kind of cool. That was, that was, it was alright, That's kind of cool, you know, whatever.
0: So, I'm kind of in the same boat when I first started talking to him, uh, except for I reached out to him, I wasn't cool enough for him to reach out to me, and... Um, <laughs> I did an interview with him uh, and I I was kind of like you I I read the same thing Um, that's not what he said but I read you know badass uh, creator of you know one of the funniest uh, mill tunes out there Uh, before we go too far then I guess I'll explain to everybody what exactly a mill tune is right from what I understand it's it's a military cartoon or um, you know comic strip um, based on military life or le- military culture is basically what I understand. So, and there's quite a few out there.
1: Uh yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Um, Mill Tunes specifically is the uh, the website and the page that Mark came up with um, to basically grab a bunch of military cartoonists who come from all backgrounds, all different uh, services and styles of serve sort of, and different styles of art and jokes, and just come together and. know share in our commonalities like if there's one thing that the army the navy air force marines even yeah even the coast guard like we all have uh we can read something and be like yep 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 i know that i've been there that sucks where it's it's a kind of like a brotherhood even if we don't understand all the jokes because there's a lot of terminology that i'm not going to understand from the army and vice versa it still rings true for you know you know, shitty duty days or uh god awful deployments, um just crazy stuff that, you know, we can just joke around about. Uh there's a, a good number of us right now, um ranging from, you know, like I said, you got Private Murphy, which is incredible, uh, all the way to the Coast Guard. It's just oh just well, we also have Australian cartoonists, um, Canadian. It's it's pretty
0: cool. That that is pretty cool. And um i recently learned about scuttlebutt uh through mark baker so i'm glad that he uh introduced me to you and he's like you know what you're gonna love her you know give her a call uh you you know do an interview because he he claims that he sucks with technology and uh he goes i don't know how i don't know how this stuff works uh she's much younger than me uh he goes she'll be a way better interview which Um, you know, I think, I don't think he still understands people like you and me who grew up with that, you know, or when I say grew up, you know, in our military careers, you know, grew up watching or reading Private Murphy. And so he kind of is Mm -hmm. like, that is the interview, you know, but I was like, yeah, of course, you know, I'd love to, to promote anybody, especially our our veterans. Um, and so, you know, we started chatting we start emailing back and forth and we're like, let's set this thing up. And of course we, we moved in quickly and, uh, now here we are. You know, and uh, Oh yeah,
1: I, I'm I'm incredibly flattered, just kind of sitting here fangirling like, oh
0: that's great. That, that's funny. So one of the, the I don't know if this is the newest one or this is a collaboration between you and Mark, but um, the one the most recent comic that I saw was the one of um, Private Murphy on the ship where he's got his lunch or whatever and he throws up on the on the the girl you know he's like sorry Mm -hmm. some of that is my lunch and some of that is uh you know from my my plate or whatever so that's pretty funny that's the kind of stuff you're talking about where you know obviously he's on a ship you know he's you know finding his sea legs you know us military or i mean us army guys uh aren't necessarily used to the 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 ocean so you know kind of adding that that twist to it, you know, is, is kind of cool seeing these two comics uh, come together. Because obviously yours is based on Navy culture, right? Whereas Private Murphy is Army culture. So seeing those two come together is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we were um, uh, we were just chatting uh, a week ago or so, and he messaged me and he's like, "Hey, uh, I was uh, I was thinking back on this time that I took a tour on the Eisenhower back in around ninety one, ninety two, and I had to slip in there that I was about." a year and a half old just to make him feel good. That's funny. And uh, <laughs> and he was talking about how different it was to be like looking around a ship and vice um, him you know, parachuting out of a perfectly good airplane and how he's done so many jumps and never got sick, but just being on the boat just made him violently ill. And I was like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's very different about living on a boat versus uh, being on the ground. And I was thinking about like, um going on deck and seeing marines not have their sea legs or seeing like um, uh visitors like civilians come on board and the difference in the cultures and i was like hey you know we could totally do that if murphy wants to do a ride along and it just went from there so it's a huge honor to um uh have him grace my comic with private murphy and the fact that i get to uh you know, having throw up all over Renee it was just the that's, highlight of my career.
0: <laughs> that's super cool. And so, the um, when you say ride along, is that kind of a um, a segment you guys created? Because I noticed that was not the first ride along version, correct?
1: Right. That was part two uh, that I posted yesterday. And earlier this week, I posted part one. Um, I'm in the practice of drawing uh, part three, and we have. Um, is just picking back and forth for it's, it's a, a, a mini series basically. Um, and then I have my regular comic that I'm also um, drawing on top of that, and I'm filming the process so I can put like a speed save video, like how to. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, so it, it's kind of just, yeah, so ride along or a um, trip rider is a term that we use for somebody who's not stationed on the boat. So it could be anybody who's just not assigned so even another sailor from another command if they come to the ship and it's not their home ship basically then it's just considered a um uh, a ride-along or you know just somebody visiting to work so we get um at least i can speak for carrier life we get ride-alongs all the time from uh, different commands different countries um we had a civilian IT guy that was like a nerdy bodybuilder. So that was interesting to see. A
0: nerdy bodybuilder?
1: <laughs> yeah. just Because uh, sometimes we get, yeah, the civilians that come on and they, they stand out because, right. of, uh, you know, the men with the long, beautiful beards, and you're like, mm, nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, so we were figuring it would be kind of fun to see um, how Murphy would do uh, on a ship. And we, we've got quite a few ideas that's funny. And hands being, you know, pretty, pretty cramped by the end of it, but I'm, I'm excited.
0: So, you know, and I'm sorry to butcher the comic cause you know, when I explain it, it's not as funny as actually going to go see it. So, um, <laughs> I'm not going to describe, cause I was trying to describe one of, uh, one of, uh, private Murphy's, um, uh, you know, to me, um, uh, one of his best moments, you know, uh, or one of my favorite, uh, strips, I guess. And, um, uh, I know describing it is not the same as actually going and looking at it yourself and reading it and looking at the artwork. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stop doing that. It's like retelling a, a comics joke, you know. Uh, the, the next day uh, at the water cooler and then everybody's like, uh, yeah, cool joke, bro. So um, you guys <laughs> yeah, you put the
1: punchline too early and it just doesn't roll. Yeah, it no. <laughs> just doesn't. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to stop doing that. But I encourage you guys to go check out uh, the comics for yourself, both, you know, Private Murphy and Scuttlebutt and all that. But um, before we go any further, then let's go backwards and uh, talk about the beginning. Uh, first, let's talk about your mm-hmm. military career. You know, when and why did you join? And then we'll get into uh, Scuttlebutt. All
1: right. Uh, So I joined the Navy back in 2011, early 2011. Um, I was turning 21 because uh, I I joined the Navy because, um, well, one, everybody in my family, like almost every single person, almost, has been either in the U.S. Navy Canadian Navy or the US Marines. Um as you can see I put
0: that in order of importance. Right. Uh, so the Canadian so, Navy is more important than the Marines, huh? I'm just, you know. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, you you guys are the uh uh you know I or no what's the what does everybody always say about the navy the the Marines are department of the navy. So you guys kind yeah, of the are Americans the daddy
1: and support for the navy. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but, that's their that's their uh, comeback. Yeah, <laughs> um, my mother was uh, 20 years retired uh, navy. She was an AM uh, for sorry, that, so her rate was aviation hydraulics mechanic. Um, my dad was an uh, aviation or an avionics technician, an AT, 20 years retired. Um, so, unfortunately. When I got older and got graduated high school, life kind of hit me uh, with a curveball, and I became homeless for about two years. And so I was in a, I was in a really bad way. I wasn't like doing drugs, sucking to for money, but I was working under the table and uh, trying to go to school and trying to get myself, you know, in a better situation. But unfortunately. Um, things got really dark really quick, so I, the only way that I could see of getting out of that was joining the military, and I called the Army, um, and, uh, unfortunately I was told that the only jobs females were doing at that point were parachute rigger or truck driver, and I thought that was kind of bullshit, so I went next door and talked to the Navy, and they're like, yep, yeah, let's do this. So uh, I joined up, stepped out, and went to my first command, was an aircraft carrier, which was a Um I was really excited. Like, that was my my, huge, my main goal because my dad, he had served on carriers, and my mom at the time when she was in, uh, women were not allowed on ships yet. So she was squattered and she got to, like, travel the world, and I lived – for the majority of my life has been lived overseas, even even as a child. Um, But after 9-11, you know, they kind of cracked down less ports. uh, So that kind of got switched up for me. Um, But, yeah, so I I joined the Navy because I really didn't have much of another choice. But it uh, it was the best thing that I could have done at the time because I went from, you know, being on the street to boot camp and I was so happy to be in boot camp, uh, because I got, you know, three square meals a day and a cot or, you know, a whack to sleep on and shower and all that. And, uh, I was the recruit that couldn't stop smiling. So I got my ass beat a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm in heaven. You guys don't understand. Yeah. Three hots and a cot is uh is heaven to me so that's funny
1: oh yeah I was I was so so happy and my RDCs hated it <laughs> um but uh yes yeah, so I graduated boot camp went to a school which was in Pensacola Florida as an aviation ordnance man um and I'm very proud of that don't care what anyone says um <laughs> that's I uh
0: I was gonna say that's awesome Like that, that? con- you know congratulations on that you know
1: yeah, I mean I I got offered better jobs, but I seeing like my I, I when I say by betters, I mean like I got offered um electricians mate and, you know, uh I, I got offered aviation structural mechanic and I would have oh jumped at it. But I really liked the idea of working with bombs, missiles, rockets. It's just really cool. Um unfortunately what I didn't know at the time is that in the Navy that's considered to be like the meathead Jocks of the aviation world, <laughs> um, very like crush beer cans against your forehead and you know bark at other people in the hangar bay. Um, that
0: sounds awesome it's to me. True.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of what we do on a Saturday. Um, yeah, but you know, so we get we get shit on a lot, but you know, it just makes us stronger. Your hate fuels. Up.
0: So, hey, uh, listen, I was I, started, I, I was field artillery in the army, so I I I, I get what you're <laughs> saying. So. There's, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not up there on the, on the scale. You know, it's our own little family. You know, we protect ourselves and our family, but uh, we talk shit to each other. But don't you dare talk shit to my brother or my sister. So I, I get oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, and you know what? If people can talk shit all they want, but in Norfolk, go into the bar. If I told a girl like a civilian that I was an ordnance man, like I worked with bombs and missiles. She's like, oh my god, are you like a rocket scientist? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Absolutely. Yep. I am the most important person on this vapable base right now. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you yeah, are you a um, rocket surgeon? Yeah, that's exactly
1: what I am. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm a brain scientist. Best believe it. What's up, girl? So uh I started actually, so I didn't start Speedle But as Um, like, well, I'm going to draw a military cartoon. Um, And I actually didn't even post it until I was out of the Navy. So honestly, when I was deployed, uh, I did two back-to-back deployments to the Persian Gulf. Um, And it's a strange experience because I'm I'm sure, you know, you and all your listeners know, deployments, they can either be... um, like super active and you're always on the go constantly doing stuff or it's like, Oh my God, just never. And it's the same. As next right. As yesterday. Yep. Like I'm, Oh my, this fucking sucks. But it's one of those, when you're on deployment, you can't wait to be home. But when you're home, you can't wait to be out to see it again. It's the weirdest phenomenon. But, uh, when I was having my, you know, like, uh, just fuck this place days, I had a green log book the small ones. And, uh, I would kind of just journal in it. Um I I, think I still have it floating around here somewhere, but I would just write stupid ass limericks. Um I would like see ridiculous things that went on around the boat and I would just doodle it and uh um I had, like a, a list of, of just dumb shit in one page um that I saw one day and I accidentally I was sweeping a P Way and I set it up on top of a uh, like a con box. And I forgot about it, and I lost it. And it got returned back to my shop, and the list that I had written at the bottom, there was someone else's handwriting. It was like, don't leave your diary in the B-way for, uh, like, an OS to find. I was like, oh, you That's bastard. funny. Uh, yeah. So uh, I started that, and then once that got filled up, I, um, I got a little sketchbook, and any time, like, my chain of command would do or say something really stupid, uh so they, instead of writing things though I would just start drawing like little uh, little scenes like little comics and um, they were not good I mean I'm not I, I was never an artist uh, I every child loves to doodle and draw and destroy everything with colors and paints but um, I never had like schooling for it so mine were just it was just for me um but again I am an skin idiot and I left it sitting out except this time. My chief found it, and she picks it up, flips through it, and I walk into the shop, and I see her looking at it, and she looks at me. She looks at my first class, my, my, my lead petty officer, and she goes, uh, A01, come here and look at this. And he grabs it and flips through it. He goes, hey, you do this? Yes, A01. It is funny. Thank you. Yeah, keep it up. And he tossed it back to me. So I just, yeah, I just kept doodling. Um, and, uh, like anytime I was just fed up with some stupid shit, um, I would, uh, I would doodle it. And I also had a camera with me a lot of the times, like during my downtime, if I ever got downtime, so usually like the first day of sport visits, um, I would just edit together a bunch of videos that I took around the ship just to have some, some semblance of morale, just like a record of all the goofy stuff that I see, like people dancing while they're sleeping or, um, uh doing weird shit on the flight deck. Um, So yeah, it started as just, you know, my own catharsis, I guess. Yeah. Um, And then when I got out of the Navy, my wife and I were already married um, and she was getting stationed in Japan on unaccompanied orders because I was still active duty when she got the orders. So uh, we were trying to get that Situated where I could go over to Japan with her, um, but I wasn't going to travel with a bunch of textbooks. So I decided, well, I'll just I'll buy one of those little like seventy dollar Wacom tablets, Wacom tablets from, yeah. uh, from Best Buy, and I just started like transcribing my doodles over. Just like I want to save these, you know, or at least try to make them look better. Um, also like a good, they don't really how to use this pad. So it's, it's just lighter travel with a hard drive than it is with a stack of books. And I posted them to my Facebook and for my friends who were on the planet with me, they, you know, they experienced the same bullshit and they're like, oh, this is funny. Uh, you should share these or can I share these? So I was like, yeah, how about instead of sharing my personal page, I'll just make like a whole other page. And I was like, oh, I'll just call it scuttlebutt because scuttlebutt in the Navy it refers to two things: either a drinking fountain, which is the main thing, um, or something to talk about—rumors, um, just bullshit that you talk about in the smoke pit in my Like, what's the scuttlebutt today? Oh, so right. I was like, well, here we go. I'll just draw something for people to talk about. So that's um, what—that's where the name awesome.
0: came from. Yep, I
1: wanted to do. Something that was recognizable um, and understandable, but I thought that if I didn't do my research, and I thought I was just sharing this to my like, I thought 200 people on you know, my friends list would like it, and that's it. Um, I didn't look online first to see if there was another Scuttlebutt. So, just to clarify out there, years and years ago, someone in the like an official Coast Guard comic came out called Scuttlebutt. That's not me. Oh. It's a white border. They stopped drawing, like, in 2009 or 2010, before I even, like, graduated high school. Um, Mine is the black border. (laughs) Mine is Navy. There's this Coast Guard. So it took a while, but now when you Google it, it does come up, but it comes up after mine. So, like, I won. Fuck you. Fuck
0: you. I, I was gonna say i i didn't see theirs when i when i googled uh scuttle but the yours is the first thing that came up and then from there just took me you know to all your stuff and i didn't see anything else so i didn't even know about that are they still even active like are they still working no. on comics so it's it's pretty it's pretty much um um done i guess yeah and from my
1: understanding it was like Officially licensed Coast Guard, or at least by like a command or
0: something. Oh, so there's one of not those entities
1: that me, and I'm not copying them at all. It literally was just a name, right? And unfortunately, no,
0: but um, the like I said, I'm not gonna talk about, I'm not gonna try to describe the different comics because it's just not the same as actually looking at them. Plus, I do a horrible job, but um, <laughs> yeah, you, you got um, some funny stuff, man. I and I really, I really enjoy. <laughs> um the you know and the collaboration too i really um like watching and seeing veterans collaborate and working together on stuff they love projects they love you can tell mark really loves drawing right he loves private murphy um i told him Mm -hmm. that private murphy essentially for me and many of my buddies he was or we were private murphy like all of us have a little private murphy in us you know um now what is what is the main character for for your comic so uh, or or is there a main character
1: there there is there's two main characters starting out i didn't have two main characters or or one i didn't really have that kind of focus i just wanted to do general generic jokes um but uh as i i really want to improve i always want to get better at one thing and so i've been um like, I mean, if you if you go back and look at the first comics, I couldn't draw hands. They were all mittens. All the heads were, like, perfectly round. And, uh, and now, you know, I've, I've been working really hard on um, you know, improving. And in that time, it's shifted from just generic to, actually, I have two characters, Otto and Renee. And uh, so Otto is a male, blonde hair, white male um Renee is a, uh, uh, a mixed female, and I based her off of my wife. My wife's middle name is Renee, um, but my wife's personality is very much. Um, she's I'm I'm the really loud idiot, <laughs> and my wife is the you know she kind of puts up with my shit, but she's professional around it. Very funny, um, but I'm I'm the one that makes a whole bunch of stupid like drops a bunch of lines and hopes for a laugh where my wife quietly and say one thing in the whole room just explodes in laughter and i'm so jealous um but so i base their their personalities off of um off myself and my wife um and so i i draw what i know and i what i know is carrier life and i know aviation uh side of things but i still um while i was on the ship i still interacted with other rates so people who worked in engineering, people who worked in um, logistics, like I still try to include uh, everyone because I want everybody to be able to, to read it and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can definitely um, understand that. Like, uh, like that rings true that his home uh, instead of only aviation or only carrier. I mean, obviously I can't draw anything from the perspective of a seal or a submariner and I've gotten requests of like, can you draw Slick? Can you draw a joke about like this job or that? And like, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about your culture. Like I couldn't draw an Air Force comic because I don't know anything about the Air Force. Yeah. But I, I try to make it to where not just Navy but civilians and other branches could also like understand the show. Um but yeah, so Otto and Renee are my mains, but aren't in every comic. Um and for a while, with my Patreon, uh, when I put that up, one of the I, I didn't expect it to go as well as it did. So I, I really bit off more than I could chew. Um, but for a long time, the um, the highest tiers on the Patreon included being drawn into the comic. Um, so that hit and took off really fast. So when I first started the comic and I started the page it exploded overnight, thousands of followers on Facebook. I was like, oh, shit, what have I done? This is I not this funny. You guys are dumb, but whatever. I'm like, you're making me laugh. Like, let's do this. They're not dumb. I'm just yeah. dumb. <laughs> so then, you know, I set up a Patreon, and that took off even more. So now, I, you know, a sailor in Illinois, uh, you know, at, at Great Lakes, who – went to boot camp with a sailor in San Diego they recognize each other they're like oh I know that person oh they're in a comic I want to be in a comic and it's like oh shit I have to draw the whole goddamn navy and I'm not good at drawing and everybody has shaved heads because the same height and weight everyone looks the same I need to improve my art style again so I've been trying to do that uh just kind of make everybody look all oh, different it's hard because I'm not I don't know what I'm
0: doing <laughs> well you know what that's actually pretty cool that you know you 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 don't feel like you had the 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 skills right to do this from what you're saying but yet you still did it so there's there's a lot the a lot of lessons to be learned right there right the you know you could go the whole cliche never quit you know always keep moving forward you know but uh, mm-hmm. to be honest like that's exactly what you did you didn't let it get you down so that's one two um you don't just stop there and go okay well you know it is what it is you know i can't draw or i don't and it, i don't even n- necessarily think is is that you can't draw um because i'm an artist myself and so it's not that i think it's you are probably harsher on yourself than most other people right um yeah absolutely we might not always have the best skill set so for example when you talk about hands i think only an artist uh would truly understand the difficulty of hands and feet nobody wants to waste their time on hands and feet. Trust me, I've been there, done that. Um, even even so faces bad. sometimes, right? We're like, why do we have to mm-hmm. waste our time on this? Can I just tell a story and just doodle and you guys just get it? Like South Park did it, you know? They're not, it's not the best drawing in the world, but they're funny as hell. But um, I think as artists, we criticize ourselves the most, you know? Um, so, you oh, know... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh,
1: you're, yeah, I'm just agreeing. I mean... Uh... It, there's, there's so many comics out there, not just military, but civilian as well, uh, that do stick figures, but the jokes land. And I, I personally, I could have gone that route. A lot of my little doodles are stick figures, but I, uh, I wanted to improve just myself. Like I had a path that I wanted to do. Um, and it's, it's nowhere near where I want to be. And it's it upsets, it upsets me because I'm actually in the process of working on I, I'm writing a, a graphic novel. And it's, on a, it's still comedy, but it's on a more serious note. It's more serious, an actual storyline. And uh, the main characters are Otto and Renee. But I don't feel comfortable with my art style to portray a serious story at this point. So
0: mm. um,
1: while I'm still trying to have more of a jovial uh, uh, art style in my comics, I don't want to put that into a graphic novel. So I'm still... Like, I, I haven't put a comic out in a little while because I'm working so much on improving my art for a bigger project. And I have so many projects. Um, and it is time-consuming and, uh, you know, that's the buckle down. And I guess I have all the time in the world now that the world's in quarantine, but I also have yeah. I've been working from home since I got out of the Navy. So I don't really have an excuse for not, you know, getting it done. And Listen, it's just like taking longer than i want
0: it to L- listen i get it. it it's hard to be talented i know trust me i, I
1: oh that's I, every, no, every
0: that's day i know so I, I, <laughs> I, I i'm telling you because i'm you know i i i believe i'm i'm super talented you know i've i've got a lot going on and it's hard <laughs> it's hard uh managing no honestly it's not even about being talented it's just about being uh, a little wacky i think most of us artists uh have an idea. uh, We want to move forward. And then we get 20 other thoughts in our head and we want to move forward with those too. So I completely understand. (laughs) Trust me, I'm working on this uh, podcast thing right now. And I've got 20 other things going on in my head about what's going on. As I sit here talking to you, I've got 20 thoughts going, Whoa, I've got something (laughs) going on. I think she'd be interested in this. Whoa, I'm going to send her this like I can't even stop thinking about the email I'm going to send you after this. Hey, listen, I got to let her know about what I'm working on. You know, same thing with Mark, you know, me and him stayed in touch afterwards as well. And we're still obviously talking. And so we're always like, you know, our brains never stop and that, um, you know, I joke about, you know, being so talented or whatever, but the truth is, it's just being creative, right? Um, being creative, it just never stops. You know, sometimes we can't sleep because we're thinking of our next project. Like, what am I going to do uh, I'm either working on a, a painting that I really want to work on, or now, um, as of like the last two years, I really got into digital artwork, you know? Um, and so yeah. actually that leads me to my next question. You talked about getting in, um, a tablet. So instead of carrying around a, 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 you know, a drawing book, a sketchbook, you had this tablet. What are you working on now? Like, are you, do you have, uh, an iPad pro or anything else Have you moved up in, in, um, uh, technology or anything to to kind of help oh, with yeah. moving forward.
1: I absolutely had to. Uh, it just took a while because of uh, financial financial issues. Um, when I started, I used a bamboo, like one of those seventy dollar bamboo Wacoms from Best Buy. Oh yeah, I had that hooked up to I my had... laptop that I had since you know before my first deployment. So that that was that ran really slow. Um. And then when I moved to Japan, because I got out of the Navy and uh, we lived on Atsugi and we weren't hiring the, like, spouses, they weren't hiring anybody. So I like, okay, well, I will just throw myself into my comic. Um, but um, since we took a pay cut, it was really hard to get like a nice computer or an updated, you know, something that could handle my, my art program. And my wife surprised me by buying me a um, an all-in-one and I used I I wore out my Wacom tablet. I had scratches and scrapes and it so bad cuz I was just constantly using it that um for Christmas she bought me a um uh a Wacom Intuos Pro. I still have it. It's amazing. I take really good care of it to make sure I don't get gouges or anything in it. And um with since that first year in Japan till now because I got to the Navy five years ago and we moved back to the United States last year. And when we moved here, before we even got our furniture for the house, I built my very first computer. Um so I went from working at my dining room table on a laptop and then an all in one with like four gigabytes to having, you know, being able because of my Patreon, because my fans are so incredible, I was able to um, you know, save up enough money that I could build my computer, have a really good program, get lessons online that I have to pay for on uh, proper uh, drawing and lessons and organization, uh, and everything was going great. And I'm I'm really really happy and proud of it, and I'm working really hard to make the best use out of it. Uh, we got hit with a an earthquake. <laughs> we got hit with two earthquakes oh, last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 6.4 and the 7.1. And so that kind of destroyed a lot of the stuff that I had built up um, and I had to rebuild it. But like, I'm very um, fortunate and very thankful for everybody that ever supported me uh, my friends and, and family and fans because without them, I would not have been able to, uh, you know, get this far and work this hard on something that. Um, that I love dearly and I want to share with everyone because what started out as uh, something for myself has become something to uplift other sailors. Like my whole goal is just to make people laugh. That's it. I, I just want to boost morale. And, you know, I it, it really means a lot that I've been able to accomplish this. So I utilize, um, I use uh, my welcome intuos pro and i use primarily autodesk sketchbook pro which now is free i used to pay for it uh, monthly now it's free now that i can afford it yeah, of course <laughs> um, it's a it's a very simple program and by simple i just mean user-friendly like there's a lot to it and i've seen some incredible things come out of it that are not for me <laughs> but uh it's very user-friendly uh i had a a surface and I've utilized the iPad but I personally I can't stand like I love drawing directly to paper I cannot stand drawing on a screen so with my Intuos I draw onto the tablet and I look up at my uh, monitor and that just works
0: perfectly oh, yeah. I know that's
1: not for everybody yeah um, and I mean there's there's better artists out there like my own friends I go through my Facebook feed and be like oh my god that's so beautiful. They have like cintiques and like amazing yeah. setups, and here I am with a doodle sketchbook. Like, nah, look at me. Um, but uh, you yeah, know, at the end of the day, as long as it makes somebody laugh, and you know, I've done my job, and I'm just really fortunate and grateful yeah. for the ability to.
0: You didn't. You didn't let any of that stuff uh, slow you down or stop you. So, that's um, that's all that matters, and that's why that's why the world now has scuttlebutt. Um, but you know, I've got a, um, I've got a iPad pro that I use and, um, I love that thing, you know, so no matter what you're, you're into, so, um, drawing artwork, you know, you're trying to record something, make music, whatever, you know, find the tools that, that best fit you. That's what I always say. You know, I, I always try to tell people like, you know, this is the, what I'm using, you know, and so try it out, see if you like it. Or when they, they ask me like, you know, how can I, uh. Of my game. I I try to give people advice, but at the end of the day, it's whatever makes you feel more comfortable, right? Um, I had one of those uh, bamboo that you're talking about, the tablets, and I used to use it. This was many years ago. And um, I liked it, but I couldn't draw and then look up at the screen right i like to draw directly on the screen well like you though i like to draw on paper that's my favorite Mm -hmm. but on on you know on a screen with the new technology you don't have to worry about erasing stuff you don't have to worry about smudges you know the the paper the paper stays clear you can build different layers so you can get rid of something or, or add something very easily you know um so that's what i like the the ipad for you know but at the end of the day, you know, as long as you don't make excuses and you just keep moving forward with whatever it is that you're doing, that's, that's, that's the best part, right? Um, do what you got to do with what you got, um, no excuses, um, and keep moving forward. You know, once again, that, that old cliche comes back. Yeah, honestly, the, the, uh,
1: it took me a minute, like I was getting really discouraged, like, um, taking glasses and everything and trying to do it and i was like god fuck this like i can't draw hands you know the like basic stuff or uh, i'm you know everything looks so cookie cutter and i, I hate it like, i need more dimension and more depth and i was told to just you know the only way to become a better like artist is to, the only way to be better at drawing is to keep drawing yeah but you know, and it's absolutely true. So, you know, uh, when I first got onto a program and they're like, okay, um, we're going to teach you the proper technique to drawing. So you're going to make 500 circles. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm not in, you know, in second grade. They're like, no, 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 500 circles. Like Roger fucking that. And I buckle down. And I have sketchbooks filled with circles and lines. And like looking at the first pages to the last pages, I'm like, oh, fuck. Look at that perfect circle from that god awful mess. Like, what holy shit, it's true. So, yeah, and it, it and I had a Really, anything? Um, you know, it. The more you do it, the better you get at it, and the you know the faster you can do it. Um, you ever? And, I mean,
0: what, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll ask you a question right now.
1: Oh, you're good. I was just gonna say, like, you're absolutely right when it comes to the technology part because, like, not what I absolutely love about Like digital art is, yeah, I have sketchbooks, doodles and drawings and everything just kind of fucking around. But if I'm actually actively trying to learn how to paint, like, like Bob Ross style, you know, and I'm doing that and I, and I fuck it up. I'm not sitting here wasting money on canvas and acrylics and brushes and uh, like just getting angry and going through a blue period and throwing things away and wasting money that, you know, could be better spent on other things. No, I can just hit undo or go back or, you know, delete and keep trying. And then once I'm really comfortable with it, then I can buy a canvas and actually paint something. Um and it's, it's a huge, huge relief. Especially my wife still being active duty navy uh and us traveling so much. Yeah. Um God knows I don't want to pass up all the art supplies. So just having it on you
0: know a pocket-sized hard drive is amazing that that is uh such an advantage of of using technology but um like you said there's nothing like painting you know with real paint you know uh not a not on a using an app on your phone or on your tablet you know or even just the, the pencil sharpening the pencil getting everything ready prepping the paint you know whether it's watercolor or oils acrylic whatever it is like that whole thing, the whole setup, I think that's part of the art itself. And so it's it's almost uh, like it puts you in a trance, you know, getting ready. And then also cleaning up. For me, it's kind of a big deal. You know, I always want to make sure I take care of my equipment. You know, just like in the military, you always want to make sure all your mm-hmm. equipment is taken care of, uh, especially when you pay for it. When you pay for that brush that's, you know, $20 versus the, the $20 or $10 set of like 100 brushes, you know, you know there's a difference between that brush and everything else so uh, for me you're right it's taking care of it but you know if you're moving around a lot that is a ton of equipment um, or gear to to move around with you so I know what you're saying now the question I was going to ask you um, or I don't even know if it's a question more of a a statement but you're talking about you know making the circles right over and over again until you got it right um, do you remember the artists or the cartoonists back in the '50s, '60s? The ones that used to do the Bugs Bunnies of the world, Charlie Brown, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse, all that. You ever watch them when they would draw one of the characters? How flawless they would do it, where oh, they knew yeah. the nose, where the eyes were, the ears, and it was, you know, in 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 two minutes you had a full drawing of Mickey Mouse or. Porky Pig, Bugs Bunny, whatever it is, without they almost didn't even miss a beat, right? The circles are perfect, the mm-hmm. the shapes,
1: unreal, un- yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's what a thousand, that's what ten thousand hours of drawing gets you, I guess, right?
1: Oh yeah, but uh, we- I mean, I've I, I've noticed a huge improvement with like, cause uh, I was listening to um, Mark Baker, uh, he did in, uh, an interview recently talking about how. Um, yeah, I can whip up a, a Murphy comic in like an hour. And thinking back on like when I first started drawing, how long it took for me to just draw one panel, vice like how long it takes to draw a whole comic yeah. now, uh, significantly drops. It's not it's not as quick as Murphy, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm I'm determined to get there. But it's it's a huge like yes it's. You know, um, practice constantly, keep doing it, keep doing it. But if you don't have the fundamentals, if you're not taught the proper structure, you're going to keep doing it wrong and you're going to keep doing it the hard way. And that's my biggest thing was that I needed the proper, I thrive in a structured environment. (laughs) Right. So being, you know, like learning how to do something the right way and then just keep doing it over and over again, it fucking sucks. But going back and looking at the original, it's like, oh yeah, I'm amazing. What are you talking about? Um, but I just won't ever show anybody. I have like all these sketchbooks. It's just like I don't use my computer for gaming or anything like that. It's all for work. And that way when I'm working I'm focused on work. And when I need a break or if I'm just like burnt out of I'm gonna wanna draw the Nolan more, I will sit next to my wife on the couch, pull out a sketchbook and just start doodling some dumb shit and then like and I'm just start thinking about my next project because I'm always thinking about projects and never actually completing them.
0: (laughs) That's but you know what? If we if we can think of or come up with twenty different ideas and if two of those come to fruition, we're good. You know? That's that's the way I see it. That's
1: a huge success. I get one comic out and have like three on standby.
0: That's I mean that's I think that's just the way it is, you know, and I think we just gotta get used to the fact that our our minds think a little bit different. Than most people, and that's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, where can people find you? Where can people find Scuttlebutt?
1: So it's at Scuttlebutt Comics on Facebook and Instagram. uh scuttlebuttcomics.com for my website. I have to update that because I'm. I actually built my website myself because. Because um, you're an artist. I didn't want to pay anyone. Yeah, I, I didn't want to pay anybody, yeah. but I'm also technologically <laughs> dumb. So I don't, I'm trying to make it more. The, the issue is that I want to make it um, easier for people to load it up on ships.
0: Cause oh, got it.
1: The internet on a ship is garbage. So I want it to be able to be accessed. Um, and I'm working on that. But scuttlebuttcomics.com at scuttlebuttcomics for Facebook and Instagram. And I do have a Twitter, but I don't use it because I think Twitter is not the right fit for me, but it's, uh, on Twitter, it's scuttlebutt underscore Meg and on Reddit, it's scuttlebutt underscore Meg.
0: Perfect. And you know what? Uh, it's been, uh, a pleasure and an honor, uh, chatting with you. Um, you know, thank you for, yeah, thank you for sharing your story. I know this will definitely not be the last time we talk. Um, we'll we'll have to set up something with Mark and all three of us do a, a zoom video or something right, where you can all just kind of chat away great. and um, talk about, you know, our, uh, uh, just our uh, our military background and our, our fun stories and everything, so um, it's always great to catch up with fellow veterans, especially people that are kind of in the same field, you know. Um, like I mentioned, I've got a lot of stuff that I'm working on, too, and uh, I'll do a follow-up email to you. I will send you all that stuff, and then maybe next time we talk, we'll, we'll discuss what's going on with all of us, so but um, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, Megan. I appreciate uh, the work that you're doing. Uh, and I, you know, thank you for your time.
1: Thank you very much, Rose. I'm, I'm very honored and grateful to uh, be talking to you. I really appreciate it. Thank you
0: for having me. Of course. And uh, this was uh, Outside the Wire Aguirre. Thank you all for listening to our show. We'll catch you guys next time. Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff, who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007, and now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absence Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsintheMindedAZ.com, And their Instagram page is pretty dope
2: what you drinking
0: my favorite drink ever pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from sweets cold brew coffee company gotta get ready for that show crystal and did you know that sweets cold brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of arizona it's for rad people only
2: i'm rad the only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine
0: Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's Sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, they also got an awesome Instagram page.
2: Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be. by the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or
0: Instagram. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot. Uh, <clears throat> nope, no, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What no. are
2: you doing?
0: Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company.
2: Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verde, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry.
0: Yep, that's it. My favorite is Ghost. It makes my butt burn. (laughs) You gotta act fast though, because they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit CatinoSauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of the Tino Sauce Company, Jacob will appreciate that. Um, where are you off to?
2: I'm gonna check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out of this world treats. They uh, have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty,
0: and space-based donuts. Yum, what else do they got?
2: They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and
0: freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal?
2: Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on 5th Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Donuts stop believing!